target in the port bow. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. It is exactly 50 seconds to midnight. Hard left. Get off a minute. to another episode of Back to the Movies. I'm your host, Ted Flint. We are here at the Tailgate Society brought to you by MoneyBites.com. MoneyBites is the best part of a Sunday cone. Just the tip. It's all you need for a good time. Anyways, you find them at MoneyBites.com. They are, like I said, a chocolate-filled tip of a Sunday cone. They have mint flavored now. Girl Scout sponsor, Girl Scout Incorporated, whatever. It's Girl Scout Mint. Whenever the Girl Scout get their mint flavors, now in the tip of the MoneyBites, um, Go to MoneyBikes.com. They have them at Menards, Walmarts, Targets, gas stations, literally anywhere you find them, you can find them. We want to make sure you get them. Go to MoneyBikes.com. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um, I would really like it if you, I understand you all so much podcasts, or you're not listening to as much podcasts anymore, but if you find us and you're listening to this, please subscribe, even if you don't even listen to the ones in the future or next. 
can really help us out, just hit that subscribe button. All those phones have hundreds of millions of data safe spots now. So subscribe to us on the Tailgate Society. That is where you find us on iTunes. Stitcher is dead. Zed's dead. Um, iHeart, Stitcher, Fuck. iHeart, Spotify, iTunes. Please subscribe and download us. Anymore, technically, but what's it called? It's just Apple Music or whatever. I, well, whatever. I'm an Android user. Everyone hates me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched me recently where the killer was an Android user, and they made a point of saying that's how you knew it was an Android killer is the Android user. So that was fun. <laughs> uh, anyways, we are we are back for our third episode. Back to the movies. Back to the movies is a podcast where me and Jake Voss and Sean Chantez Festerman. Find movies that maybe one of us has seen, the other two haven't, or maybe none of us has seen, or we haven't seen in a long time, and we've revisited it to see if it still holds up, or what, what all the fuss is about, or what cliches come of it. And this tonight is 1972's The Poseidon Adventure, which I'm pretty sure neither one of these two have seen. I'm pretty sure neither one even knew what the premise was, maybe? Like, do you guys have an idea what this movie was going into it? I'm pretty sure I had somewhere in my brain the like TV movie remake or whatever it was that happened. And so I like somewhat new, but not not specifics other than just like rolled over ship. So there was a remake that came out in 06 that had Kurt Russell, Josh Lucas, and the woman who was Fiona and Shameless, whose name's escaping me now. It's not as good. It's bad. I don't even know if I had ever seen it all the way through or anything. That just for some reason was what was in my brain. I, I'm pretty sure. Like I wasn't completely clueless, but it's pretty clueless. Yeah, I mean, I I know the name was familiar. I had heard of it, but as far as what it was, what it was about, I certainly hadn't seen it. Um, I was I was pretty well going into this blind. Um, didn't really have. I mean, general idea. You know, it's something on a boat but i mean as far as the yeah the ins and outs how they get in the situations they do yeah i had no idea i'm on a boat bitch doing flips and shit um that's uh, i'm not sure that's the exact lyrics to that lonely island song but so all right let me get into the uh questions here real quick as i pull up i said uh oh wait no wait hang on who did the uh, who did the ninety second recap last week, Jake? Was it you or Sean? I believe I did. I think right. that's correct. Well, Sean, since you fell asleep for ten minutes in the middle and ninety <laughs> seconds or less, spoil the shit out of the movie if no one has seen the Poseidon Adventure. All right, so it takes place on a essentially it's a cruise liner that's headed from America to Italy, um, and. It's the SS Poseidon. Uh, they hit some rough waters. There's an earthquake that, and some aftershocks that's causing really big waves, 35 foot waves, if not larger. Um, no, no, that's what they're that's what they're that's what they're going through when with that's no what, yeah yeah yeah. And then they get an earthquake, and uh, in the middle of the night on New Year's Eve, right after midnight, um, the ship is just smacked by a wall of water. Um, it flips the boat over, uh, capsizes, um, everybody, you know, it's the floor is the ceiling, the ceiling's the floor now. Um, I think a piano <laughs> smashes three people anyway. Um, Dude, yeah, bad way to go. Most of, well, most everybody is, is 
killed or injured pretty terribly in this moment. Uh, I think it's a group originally of what, 10, 11, 12 are, are finding their adventure on the way out of here. They're trying to get to what was the bottom of the boat that's now the top to find a way out where right. whether it be a hatch or there is a spot where there is inch thick steel. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty good. What what part Sean fell asleep during and that's what I'm getting him shit was. So the Reverend basically like please of everyone that you need to try to get escape. If you stay here, you'll die. And like he literally has a sermon on that like shit beforehand where he's like Gene Hackman. The guy who is freezing to death, Gene Hackman. We're gonna get the Gene Hackman here real quick. Um oh. like about this sermon about how the guy who pleased the God to save him and he freezes to death instead of burning everything he could to stay warm. And that's basically just movie. Gene Hackman's like, you need to keep going or you'll die. And everyone's like, no, no, we'll be fine. Something will happen. We'll save ourselves. And well, yeah, his, poor his, bastards all he was, fucking died. He was supposed to be like a, I don't know, like a revolutionary, like new style reverend or something that was like, God's giving you these opportunities. You have to take them. Don't just sit here and think that God is just going to miraculously save you. He's type of thing was like his whole shtick which was the keep going get to the bottom yeah. the top of the boat yeah basically he wasn't preaching blind faith sort of thing yeah. um remember that joke or sermon where like a guy's on a roof and surrounded by floodwaters and he pleads with god to send someone to save him and like a boat comes and he tells the boat off says no no god will save me and then like a helicopter comes and he tells him no no god will save me and then he dies and god's like i sent a boat so a helicopter. I sent you three things to save you. Why didn't you? Do, why didn't you? <laughs> so, but all right. So yeah, Gene Hackman is the lead character in this movie. Um, there's a bunch of other character actors that I assume Jake and Sean might have recognized from other stuff. But the question I have to ask for you guys, I don't know if we're the right people, but I was watching this movie, and is this the sexiest Gene Hackman's ever been? Man, he looks, looks good. good looks like I was good. to myself, like this is not the Gene Hackman I know from Enemy of the State, right? <laughs> Yes. It's by far, I mean, it's by far the youngest I've ever seen him do anything. Like, he's yeah. been in the conversation well, okay. that's going to come that out means, around the same that time. That might not be true, actually, but it's pretty close to. Because, like, by the time I know him from movies, he's, like, old. Like, old, old. Yeah. Uh, he And then he made a movie called uh, Welcome to Mooseport with Ray, Ray Romano, and he retired. He was like, this movie is such shit I and such a shit movie. His list and he literally movie, just though. he literally just quit. He just quit. He's still alive. I, there was some of him biking a few weeks ago, a few years ago. Maybe like earlier this year. Like, Gene Hackman's old. I'm like, yeah, because he's like 95. Like, fuck off. You know? He's an old man. Yeah. He's, he's always looked old, right? I mean, I'd I like to know how young he is in this movie. I bet yeah, he's younger I, than I think he is. I was gonna say he's got he probably is. He looks, yeah, decently old already. I actually kind of made a note about that. I was like, I don't think he's probably nearly as old as he looks already in this movie but well uh he was 42 so watch he yourself wasn't like he wasn't like young <laughs> but he wasn't like 50 so he was born i gotta know where the cutoff is jake appreciate it i have eight more years <laughs> I mean, so i'm just i'm just saying like it's he probably looks old <laughs> i would say he definitely looks older than he is like just in, in the face and stuff, but he's not. No, yeah. Like, but I was like, man, like, I've never once in my entire life been like, Gene Hackman's an attractive man until this movie. I'm like, holy shit, man. 
well, I, I don't think I don't think the style of the time did him much with the, much help with the outfit. He probably would have looked better in some more uh I don't know, fitting clothes. Yeah. It's kind of like that uh that cheers thing that comes around every like 10 5 years ago where like they tell you how old people in cheers were when they first started on cheers. <laughs> they realized that Norm was 32 when that show yeah. started and Cliff was like 34. And you're like, what the fuck? People just aged differently in the 80s and 70s. Like I said, this came out in 72. So, like, one thing I love about this movie is, like, I look at, like, a lot of, like, this is, like, this set the disaster movie on the uh, on the chart. I'm not sure what came out first, this or uh, The Tower in Inferno. I'm going to check that. They're both written by the same direct uh, producer. And I don't know which came first, but this I love did. watching, like, this did. This Tower did. This Inferno sense. was 74. I need to watch that. I've heard it's very good. Um, when you watch shit like this, these are like real actors for the most part going through this shit, right? Like that part where the, the Poseidon tips over, and I imagine that's mostly stuntmen there, but they had to figure out a way to like flip something to drop them, right? Like either the whole thing flipped or went up ninety degrees, or yeah, they like, definitely had. To, there's a there's a decent number, like at least a decent handful of parts of this movie where. Yeah, I mean, there's some, like, camera cutting and stuff, but also some of the things that they had to do, they just had to do as well, or somebody had to do. Yeah, there's, there's definitely now be some of that. Cream. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of that that is just whether it's, which I had a just short kind of vague note about, is just, like, even when they're in, like, the big waves before they talk about the earthquake, like, they show the tilting of the ship that you can tell is just they're just moving the camera because like there's place settings on these tables and nothing is going anywhere um but also i understand you have to do you do what you have to do um and even in some of that where the boat actually flips over there is some some really tough camera cuts where you're just like all right you tried but then there is yeah there is people that are just falling on people and then some spots where people are pretending to fall and slide and uh or that feels like, like that you can see through. a little more just a little more what's genuine and what's not out of people well it's all cgi now like i mean I, my my son's love the movie 2012 and it's fine but well, like just watching that shit i mean it's so sorry it, not yes there would be a lot of cgi but i feel like there's also other like creative or like existing like tilt table rolling like there's stuff that just exists now that people could probably use to do some of the stuff along with yeah. yeah there would just be a lot of cgi but it would take the right director being telling the studio fuck you i'm doing this i don't care if it costs me an extra five hundred thousand. yeah we're, we're doing this like when when nolan did the whole spinning hallway scene for inception yep right yeah you know or blowing like, up or a studio a be like we're blowing up a real yeah. building yeah or yeah the airplane in tenant he's like fuck you i'm gonna buy a 747 and blow it up um so, so yeah, like I love the stunts in this movie. I love those few parts where like you can like literally see it's the actors just getting pummeled by water, like yeah. legit, like just getting destroyed. Like, I hope those are one takes because man, I'll get rolled real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's got to be one of the most miserable feelings of just getting slammed in the face by water for even if it's five seconds at a time. Like it's after even after one take, you're going to be so annoyed. You're going to be so mad. Um, and you're bouncing off a of fucking, I imagine, practical sets, right? So, like, you're taking yeah. bruising. 
Yeah, I'd like I, I have a lot of like that was just a, a lot of for one, I, I it was enjoyable. Um I don't there were there's definitely parts that are like cheesy or whatever, but I thought in general it was pretty good. But I had a lot of that throughout the movie of as we're talking about just the stunts and like the actors doing stuff and whatever is like these look like pretty practical, not like fake uh environments too that they're like dealing with like you're talking about like the, and they're probably not having a great time doing some of these things i need to check the trivia because i've watched the movie now three times i watched once with my son a few years ago or like last year i feel like the woman that saves the reverend in the water did that herself like she like literally practiced where mm. she did it herself so they're gonna like we're not gonna do a stunt woman and she was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna be able to hold my i mean i'm sure she was it wasn't like i'm sure she didn't go as far as portrayed in the movie but like any underwater scene that's her doing it you know yeah let's Which actually well, we should crazy. we should probably start like actually through the events because like it's not the most complicated thing to like sequence of events that throughout the movie and that's kind of toward more towards the end we, oh yeah let's we're gonna use i'm gonna use a question though to get us there okay so was there someone in this movie that you were surprised to be at was in this movie grandpa Joe. you're like is that that's Grandpa Joe? Yeah, Grandpa that's Grandpa Joe. Joe. That's absolutely yeah. Grandpa Joe. That's what yeah. I have him as in all of my notes. Yeah. Um, I cannot tell you I'm what his name was. I'm looking at I'm looking at him right now. You're right. It is it's fucking it's Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Joe. Yeah. Like almost right away, I was like, is that fucking deadbeat Grandpa Joe? <laughs> I'm well, like... Jack, Jack Albertson. <laughs> Should have been him. As many, as many <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's I guess him i don't think then... i really recognize it i think there was one other person that there's a really big one but this is known where, but this is where like you guys being young is gonna come into play so leslie nelson is in this mm. he's the yeah. captain well from... yep. yeah that was the one i came across that i didn't realize like on screen i was looking through imdbs and I this said, is back when he was still a straight man and he was just doing sh- movies and shit like not, yeah. not well, straight I, parody and that was where when he pops up you know, and he is, he's just in the first, what, five, ten minutes before it all goes to shit. Um, but that was, like, I saw him, and I guess it is because I knew, you know, I've only known Leslie Nielsen after years and years of him having a career. I'm just like, oh, like, I'm sure he comes back in some way, and he's going to be around and, like, show back up later. And no, obviously he does not. Um he gets smacked by a wall of water and he's dead um but yeah it's, i saw him right out the gate and it was and like i said you're right it is some of that you know knew him from a young age at, you know a naked gun uh airplane stuff like that so you're like oh he's gonna crack at least a joke or two and nope he's just straight faced whole time like taking his orders doing his job and just trying I to get this wait for us crusty to old airplane. ship to 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 port yeah i've never seen airplane so i have never seen i have never seen airplane but it's also where i know him from because i've seen like clips of him from that so many times that that that's what i think of first is like airplane (laughs) when i think of him and that's why when i saw it i was like oh i guess that is him (laughs) i definitely didn't like that didn't pop in my brain right and I'm sure that you guys know Ernest Borgnine. You probably still don't know where he's from. 
So yeah, I don't know that I've seen much of anything that he's been in. Like, the mo- yeah, the more that I watched, I was like, I've pro like I probably know of him being in stuff, but at nothing that actually worked in my brain, and I didn't search through his IMDb. So, well, yeah. he's also like he's been character. What's the word? Like we're like parodied so much, like on The Simpsons and other shit. We're like mm-hmm. feel character character caricature his voice and his body and just you know. He's in the Dirty Dozen. He's in the Wild Bunch. He's in just a bunch of shit from like the sixties and seventies, you know. Um, and the Taurus is just one of those badass motherfuckers you wouldn't fuck with, right? Mostly in movies. Character as yeah. Mermaid Man and SpongeBob. Yes. yes, that's that's exactly that's what that's who that's based off of. Hmm. And, he, and looks just like him, you know. He might need a fucking voice of that guy. Is he the voice of that? Said, no, that's why yeah. I said he car- he 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 voiced. Sorry, not character acts. Voice acts for Mermaid. yeah. So, well, yeah. So, like, let's let's just go through the movie real quick. Um, and I call. I started watching. I'm like, how many of these things would I survive? <laughs> well, the whole like, I don't get. I don't. The whole <laughs> ship flipping over is just kind of pure fucking luck. So, right. Yeah. Did you hit anything? Do, <laughs> did anything fall? Do I? Do I get up the Christmas trees where I'm at right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, they make it look like it's pretty you easy. Need, you but might need I don't some I... help. Well, well, maybe we get you. We get, get I don't you know if I pop out and then climb the last three feet on top. I don't like that's going to get me. <laughs> that kid, like, they don't ever like show anyone but the kid doing that section. Like, they show the the mom or Mrs. whatever, uh, uh, Grandpa Joe's wife do it, you know. They don't ever like show her like that last three feet where I just like bear crawl, you know, like yeah. on top of it. <laughs> like I don't have the balance for that shit. So yeah, I don't know that they, they. Yeah, I don't know how challenging or yeah, I don't know how challenging that actually would be for just the av- like an average person in general. It looked like it could be semi semi challenging to do. So I don't know. I always do like when I watch movies like this, like where we're like this dudes that are like trying to be survived just bite it. Like, did you guys catch the guy that got squished by a tree when it fell down? Yeah. Motherfucker went to help out and then he's just digging away from the tree in time and just <laughs> gets smushed. You yeah, know. So there so what the the tree like fall like so a lot most of the stuff is like planted to the floor, but the tree like falls out of its mount or something from the the floor to the ceiling, which is now the floor. Is that, is that how that worked? <laughs> yeah, I can't, rem- I yeah, can't, I can't it was, exactly remember, but it was in place. It was in place for a minute, and then yeah, it like it like fell in while people there's were, a like, yeah, around. there's a second or two, and then yeah, it starts to fall, and you get a little scatter action. But then it's a bit. Then it turns into their makeshift ladder to climb from yeah. the ceiling of the whatever the hall they're in to the galley. And movies like this always have like. Where like they almost get the end, and they have to have to get one more sacrifice. And I, I want to know we're gonna get there, but I always want to know like if this is the movie that started that. Where like they make it ninety five percent, and the, and the producers like mm. one more death, one more death. Gotta have more. <laughs> Gotta, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There there has to be some, and maybe there maybe there's there's also probably like early not like older novel examples and stuff too. That's not just movies that do it, but. Somewhere there's got to be one that made it most famous. Very, I doubt it's. I doubt it's pr- this, but no, it's very, it's probably in those man animation movies from like the '40s about Hitler. You know, 
we have like there's already dozens of big examples. So so then get up the tree. Uh, everyone that stays behind tells the revenant off drowns because the water pops in, and they got to make sure that he sees the water pop in. Yeah, stuff ex- stuff explodes and that hole like floods, and so he gets to watch everything flood and all the re- all the people that stayed behind and were waiting for God to save them die. So then, then they go to the kitchen. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. They they weren't all waiting for God to save them. They were listening to the guy that told them to just sit there and. Oh yeah, the, the dude that said he was a fucking that glorified fucking hotel manager. <laughs> he even said it. He's like, well, the captain drives a boat, but everyone else is me. I'm a hotel person, basically. So, just because he's apparently like whatever room manager of the fucking ship, everybody listened to him. Well, good good news. You only had a few minutes to fucking think about his choices. They all drown. So, (laughs) also, we we forgot that they got the the band shows up for a hot man, has a fun song. So, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, I do get kicked out of like oh oh or all right we were forgetting about Ernest Borgnine is a cop apparently and he married a prostitute who he's arrested numerous times <laughs> but yet but he had to arrest her in... enough times that she stopped going back to the streets or whatever the hell he said. Can we talk about how he's like the worst person in the group to survive? Like he's just a piece of shit most of the yeah that he's group. not a good person. <clears throat> yeah, there is like a weird overarching um, like. And I don't know. I don't know if it was intended to be this way. I mean, obviously with the like the God creature faith stuff, there is some like weird overarching like faith, um, like have faith, keep going like thing. And so I think it, for him, it's supposed to be like this revelatory uh, experience type of thing. And that's supposed to be the takeaway. But. He just had to lose his wife to get there. Um, Yeah, he just had to, yeah. Which I'm going to talk about. No couples survived this thing. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. uh, So, uh, not a single couple survives. Unless you think that that one dude and the singer woman are going to make it. Um, Hopefully they do. So, I've I've got some things to say about her, too, but. Is it the fact that she's wearing incredibly short shorts? <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with every that. single female in this movie has like just yeah. <laughs> they definitely, I think they they definitely added her the band and her in just to have a, another like excuse to have a woman with quite short shorts. Yeah, and then the the cop's wife is like she's like can't wear that dress. And what she say like oh, I got underwear on. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> well he says well she doesn't have anything on underneath and she's like he's like really and she's like just panties what else do i need i which made me laugh which is why i know right. i remember it so then yes yeah, so they all she the has to wear a shirt and yeah he doesn't get that back um anyways um so then they get up to the kitchen and the kitchen's on fire um yeah which, which... by the way just opening a fire, like basically a blast door, a fire seal door, when it's hot, or, or still. I've seen backdraft. Is a <laughs> wild choice. Like I understand that you kind of have backdraft. to do it, but he just like opens the door basically, like doesn't even partially crack it to really. I mean, he doesn't like full ass swing it open, but he opens it a lot further than I would have opened it when checking it. Let's put it that way. Right. It's not directly related to that moment, or it's, I guess it's more sort of coming up, getting a little ahead of us here, but um, 
I started becoming very concerned how easy it was to open every hatch and latch on this ship. It's the 70s, brother. (laughs) It took minimal effort and everything in that ship would open up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there is. I, at some point, I was like, I guess. Well, they, they did oh, mention okay. that that they're taking it to get destroyed, right? You guys well, caught that, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the last one. It's its last yeah, voyage. It's an old ship. Yeah, but which is probably still. an argument for what Tez is saying. Like those <laughs> fucking all those threads and those joints and everything. Like that stuff wasn't going to open. Like good luck. Yeah, everything's rusted together. <laughs> Like unless unless they've got back then they didn't have crews that were like checking all the safety routes and making sure everything was lubed up. <laughs> Always make sure to lube up. Um makes everything much more enjoyable. Anyways, um yeah, so then they get to the fire. Yeah, you know, you set it up. Anyways, so like what's about the guy that like comes there the their like the co the worker? He he pops out, he saves their ass basically. Acres, his name acres acres bad name yeah the bad knee acres like he should have bled out well they didn't really show how those fucking leg but they, they sh- well they showed his like knee and his leg like pretty fucked up and I, that was yeah was they like, cut through it at one point it looks like he just doesn't have a knee it damn near looked like he had like a compound fracture in his leg and i was like <laughs> i think that guy'd probably just bleed out but whatever well he'd probably rather bleed it out than you know <laughs> Boiling to death, um, exploded in the water or what, whatever happened to him. Which I assume that water is boiling hot, but that Ernest that's what Warner I thought. Just jumped in and jumped out like he was fine. Um, the fuck is this goddamn name? They keep yelling at such a G, Rogo, um, Gogo or something. What R- Rogo, Rogo, Mr. Yeah. Rogo, Mr. Rogo, and he, he comes out like a selfish lover, anyways. Um, so I'm not wrong, I'm not no. wrong, no, you're not. So, so like, so is there anything before we keep going down the, uh, they're in the kitchen, it's on fire that if anyone's seen Backdraft, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie come out the year you were born. Um, I guess Sean was two. Um, you don't open fire doors. Yeah, like, they're there for a reason. <laughs> why they tell you to leave your door shut, which I don't do, but you know, it's one of the main reasons. But yeah, if there was a Backdraft, they're all dead. He shoots out, they're all dead. Lisa Revan is dead. Yeah. Then the air would have sucked back in and everyone else could have walked through and stepped over his fucking corpse. Um, so, like, more than once in this movie, they do show, like, all right, so they get to the, the, the kitchen and a lot of, like, just burnt bodies that, like, would just haunt these motherfuckers for life. Like, there's some major PTSD coming from this fucking movie. So, um, I, not that I, not that I like. That's not the. That's the wrong phrase to use. You like seeing the. the no, no, no. It's, I, it's ironic. <laughs> it's ironic that he's like go, he goes through there and they show that there's like dead dead bodies and then he like comes back and he's like I got through. We can all go through. Don't touch anything. It's hot. By the way, there's a bunch of dead bodies in here, and then like more than once, people freak out from seeing dead bodies and like I I understand it being traumatic would be traumatic, but also like to just wail and all but throw well, herself on the ground. Is... She did see, she did, she is so fucked up that she thought her brother was still alive when obviously he had broken his neck or spine or something. Well, that, that was kind of a note I had about her in general is she does not she, like, she 
in general, it doesn't can't keep it together. You don't need her. In, you don't want her leading a crisis situation. That's her name. No, she, <laughs> is not, she is not okay. She cannot right. deal with anything else. So before we get to the next uh, next death, I, all right, is there anything from this movie that you did not realize was from this movie? And I, I don't know if I have one off the top of my head, but that is one more question. So. so I am. I try. I was like trying just, to like remember or like think as as I went through, and I didn't notice anything. Yeah, I was trying to pay attention to if there was anything, whether it was a quote or something that was familiar, um, that I had heard or seen before. And I I never really came up with anything, you know, in particular. There's definitely you know some of those things where. I guess kind of to your point earlier where you say it's kind of the template of disaster movies like everything for 50 years after that yeah I think that's it takes a lot from it but but in general as far as yeah um, but yeah actual scenes or characters or quotes I guess there wasn't anything that stood out in particular Right. Just the, uh, I guess, just the cliche where you're like, we're going to have 10 or so survivors, and you know, over the next hour and a half, at least half of them are, we're going to lose, like, they're going to slowly die one by one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have, you have X X bad event happens. Whole group does not want to go. This group wants to go, slowly dies. Maybe or maybe not finds another group of people that are going the opposite way or doing the opposite thing they want to do continues to go more people die get to salvation right right now, just to like, a roadblock right at the end yeah. and then actually have yeah, yeah we're gonna get there <laughs> or yeah, just like uh i don't guys have seen 2012 but that one has like the worst we need one more death and it pisses me off to this day <laughs> maybe john like cusack think... world yeah, ending yeah I think I've. I think we're I've not going to watch that movie for this podcast, no, but it's we, the new husband no. dying in the gears to save everyone else, so that John Cusack uh, can get back of his wife. That's right, ex-wife. Yeah. So um, but yeah, so basically, any 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 event in a disaster movie going forward, when there's a big set piece and there's like a large chunk of people trying to make it, odds are someone's getting clipped, right? Like and they did that in every set piece, but the kitchen, really. Yeah. Because Eggers dies because he slips up the goddamn ladder. Yep. And then just disappears. Man, the face he makes before he falls is just. I was yeah. (laughs) They freeze on it for like a second and a half, and it is. It is poor acting. It's a little like it's kind of an. Yeah, because it, it's just odd because it's like, yes, he slips and falls in, and then Rogo also jumped in or fell yeah, in. Yeah, goes jumps, in after him. And then, like, just comes back out, like, fine. So who the fuck knows what happened to Akers, but he's... Well, yeah, um, there, there's no explanation of, yeah, that he got trapped in something that... One thing got... I will say, so the, I guess the kitchen, the kitchen scene, and it continues throughout, but that's when they uh kind of introduce the fact that the water is chasing them i guess is maybe the thing that you know they don't have a death there but they have that part moving your story basically yeah i guess like that would be it's it's stalking them 
The yeah. fucking the thing's stocking up. That was the thing that happens once they get through there was the water progressively stocking them. Which I have a thing, so that they're continuing through and they, they climb up and they've gone through like some of these hatches, they go through these fire doors. Wouldn't you think to close shit behind you and yeah. hope that it would seal? Because uh, yeah. like I don't know if there's at least fire slow doors something down fire doors without like um large amounts of temperature would seal. But I, I'm pretty sure at that point they went through so they went through a hatch that if they would have closed it, the water would have pressed close, like closed and held it closed yeah it would have kept the pressure would have kept it closed at least very at least pretty quickly after right. that they did. and i that that was one of my big things like close shit behind you if fucking <laughs> water's chasing you like even if it doesn't completely <laughs> it's gonna help uh you're born a barn um anyways it is weird like so for movie this big only like five trivia but what i did see was uh the woman that plays uh i can't even name the one that swims Shelly Winters is the actress. Yeah. She got nominated yeah. for a supporting actress for this. Hmm. Mrs. Rosen. Yeah. So that's that's fun. Um apparently the band woman and the the jogger hated each other during filming and <laughs> would not talk to each other, couldn't stand each other unless the cameras were on them. That's interesting. That explains the incredibly little amount of chemistry between them. <laughs> <laughs> And it was shot in sequence, so that way they could keep track of how dirty they got. Mm, that would make sense. So, so I mean that, yeah. I mean they they yeah like did a good job of that. But if they're yeah if they're shooting it in order, then it's easier to do. So, yeah, like I said, this movie like it's really hard. Like I said, to like think it's on this front because like it's a it's fifty years old, fifty one years old now. Which is crazy yeah. when you think about shit like that, right? Jaws got the same year this one did. So they don't seem like they came out 50 years ago, right? <laughs> well, that was in, in one or maybe of they do. things. Yeah, I, I guess that's one of those things too. And that's just the mental block of like when I was looking through the IMDb earlier and, you know, saw the year and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's like 35 years ago. And then you just remember that that's not how math works and time stops for nobody. Um, <laughs> and it's like, wow, it is fifty years, and that's that's just, wild to think just about. Just a bit outside, right? Like I said, this is this been one of the one of the oldest movies we've done either besides fucking Wonderful Life, because definitely before Bad News Bears. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know what would even be. Only thing I can even think of is that football movie with Nick Nolte. Um. That's name's escaping me right now. But anyways, moving on. So then they go up this ladder in this vent because the Broadway doors smash shut for some reason, right? Yeah, they have to like find a way around or whatever, basically. Which I think that ladder sequence would be incredibly hard and they don't make it seem as hard as it would be. Because that room had to be hot. There's fire, water boiling behind them. The ladder that, has to be hot. That was definitely... At the least, that I feel like that water gives off that it's like boiling hot, and they don't—they definitely don't treat it that way. Uh, I don't know if necessarily the room would have to be hot and the ladder would have to be hot, but it's definitely going to be slick as hell. And then you're dealing with yeah, splashing super hot water. Yeah, there's a 
a few times where it's whether it's the water there especially like later in the movie where they have steam pouring out of pipes and stuff like that it's like those pipes are going to be hotter than shit and people are just touching them and grabbing them left and right and i'm just like that's that's not going to work um but yeah i think you're right there it's just like maybe you can make a case the bottom of the ladder might be pretty hot pretty warm but like yeah there's going to be steam in that whole thing everything's going to be impossible to grab and in slide up climb up or whatever and um and then yeah your your issue of if that is boiling hot water like you think they're inferring it's how does he just dive in <laughs> and come back out and just be like all right well we lost him and just <laughs> and move on but all right so we were getting we were giving rogo shit right about being a piece of shit but the reverend really lays into it at that point when eggers is dead he's like what'd you do you were in charge of them this is your fault and like he's like, I tried, motherfucker. Like you weren't there. Like you left. You you'd already gone down the goddamn corridor. He could have stayed on top of that ladder, like yeah. and waited for everyone to get up there, you know. So this is definitely where the reference starts to like a little bit of a god complex starts to come through him because he does, you know, it is the whole I told everybody I was gonna save everybody and now I can't do that, you know, sort of thing. And now that's not happening. And um and then obviously he has his arguments going forward about we do it my way. I know how to do it. I I'm in charge. Um so there's some of that that like I think starts to come through where he has he has this little bit of an asshole god complex. And if you listen to me, I know how to do this. I know how to save everybody. Well, yeah. And if also, you don't do anything perfect, he it's also your fault. Has, <laughs> like, to me, it's some of that, but it's also some of his, a little bit of his, like, his whole stance on, like, the faith and, like, moving forward thing starts to kind of fall apart. Where if you just, like, keep trying, it'll be okay. Type yeah. of thing. And, like, that's starting to prove that, no, that's not just the case. Like, bad things still happen sometimes, and sometimes it's just not whatever. I mean, however his thinking would say, it's still just not meant to be. Sometimes people just are going to die because for the cause or with events going forward or whatever, which, like, we see play out kind of later and then at the basically at the very end with, with him as well, but it's yeah it's definitely the that's probably the moment where it's that starts turning some in the storytelling okay is there um so is there a least favorite part of this movie or like i'm gonna took you out of it and you're like besides the actor's face on the ladder so (laughs) we haven't even talked about this yet but very very uh much towards the end so they get through Uh, He swims through, he gets trapped. Uh, Mrs. Rosen was a swimmer. She swims through, saves him, gets the rope through. She has a heart attack, I'm assuming, is what that was supposed to be, and dies. Yeah. Um, So, But then the rope's through, they all get through to the engine room, and they get, uh, there's like some broken, like, steel scaffolding stuff, walkway. They get up, and like an explosion happens, and Linda, who is Rogo's wife, falls to her death but she like fucking swan dives off of the like (laughs) off of the like walkway it's not like like it's not even a realistic like the shot is not even a realistic like 
she slips and falls because of the explosion and the vibration. It is a full ass like swan dive, like hands out, <laughs> like just falls off the walkway. So the stunt performer can like flip over on the yes, back. Yes, and it, like, that's you know, it, exactly what it was. It was for like the stunt performer that's doing <sighs> the stunt can like land on the pad or whatever or in the water or however they had it set up, right? But I was just like, man, there was no better way to make that look less ridiculous. <laughs> and she makes it to the end and probably dies the worst. She, if yeah, she, she if dies the, in a fire. If, if the fall doesn't the fall doesn't kill her. Yeah. She's down there dying, being burnt alive. Which I, I assume, you know, Met- is the fall kills her otherwise, because there's no screaming or anything. Like it's just she she <laughs> does her graceful fall. It is the deaths are tough because even the face of Mrs. Rosen when she's having her heart oh, attack are are incredible. Uh she's boy, she's selling it. Um May, may she rest in peace but um <laughs> yeah i mean yeah they, they don't they don't do much of like i mean her acting like when she's dying is is something but they also don't do much of like when people just die they just die like there isn't yeah. like there's not screaming there's not question of people dying it's they just die and they go They're away. Dead. yeah <laughs> like ache, ache, there's no question acres doesn't like you don't see him drowning or trying like they don't try and actually save him. He's just gone. Linda just swan dives and she's gone. <laughs> and that's it. Like that's the only three of that, right? Eggers, Mrs. Rosen, Mrs. Rogo, right? Am I, are you missing anybody? The last one. After they get out of the room? Well. well I mean the Reverend. The Reverend, yeah. Which is the best part of the movie, but I wouldn't talk the best part yet. So all right. Um, while we're here on um, what took you out of the movie. Did anything not age well? This is like a combo question. Like anything not age well that you're like, come on now. Surprisingly, a lack of smoking in this movie for a movie made in the 70s. I, yeah. I yeah. don't think I had anything that was like overly just bad. I mean, I think all of these movies, when we're talking about some of the older movies, it's just going to be like the general uh attitudes between men and women half the time like some of that but yeah but i don't think there yeah there wasn't you're right well yeah i guess the first what 30 minutes you could have had like smoking and stuff in it and there wasn't really much any of that yeah it's i don't know as far as i guess there's some moments it seems like you know there's i mean the the reverend kisses every woman that's in this movie at least one time um but uh, like i said i noticed that but that's in that's one pretty way big another, one yeah. <laughs> but not like, uh, not like romantically like right yeah kisses, not making out anything in, in some uh, way or another yeah he does i think he does they never, they never say how old the sister brother combo is because they definitely make it like the sister is into the reverend and yeah, never, like, it's, it's a little it's a little creepy. I was gonna say I was gonna bring up the fact that I don't know how so she was born in 53. So she was 19 when the movie when they made the movie or when the movie came out. Sure. But it's it was definitely she was not supposed to be that old. No, I wouldn't say. And so Which... that was yeah, there's probably that's probably a little 
don't know. Also, yeah, pure seventies that like if say she's sixteen or seventeen, and they're just like letting her go like across the ocean for ten year old brother, and just being like, all right, well, uh, well, yeah. wire you. You can you can send us a wire or a <laughs> telegram and. That's kind of what I thought in general, but I wasn't going to like necessarily pick that apart. It was odd to have. Yeah. I mean, she was probably supposed to be portraying like a 16 year old with a what? 10 year old. Yeah. It was assuming like 10, 10, 12. Yeah. Somewhere in there. And they're just on a boat. No actual adult supervision. Yeah. I mean, what could could go wrong on a boat? They did it. The The whole boat boat doesn't have The half flip. Um. So yeah, like, and I, here's a all right. Here's a crazy thing. I haven't looked at. I'm almost certain they made a fucking sequel to this movie. They did. How? I. I, I right. What's the plot for that? You got in front of you. Uh, let me see. It's called Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. Oh. And it says there's an no way it's like it says an extension the... to the previous film, wherein a group of, of adventurers return to the overturned ship. To seek uh, several fortunes, so they like go back and try and loot the ship that apparently has, you know, treasure on it. And that was well, what could go wrong there. That was in seventy nine. Seven years later. Yeah. Yeah. Seven years later. Boy, and just mm-hmm. the. the Wow. The trailer video that's so playing on right IMDb after right now is, yeah, I mean it's it's supposed to be. Looking at this, it's oh, it's got Michael Caine in it. It's got Sally Field in it. Sally Field too, yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's wild. supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Like, I think it's supposed to. They're be going after a diamond. Pretty soon after, like, hey, this is Terry Savalas is in this. Uh, Slim Pickens? Oh, I do know who that is. The fuck? Yeah, so... Yes, you do know who that is, and you yeah, both you know who both those people are. But uh, I know who all three of those people are. They fight with people. There's a fucking gunfight. Yeah. No, I just... Yeah, it's... I mean... Wilbur sacrificed himself. The fuck <laughs> is Wilbur? Michael Caine. <laughs> Remember Carl Madden is? Mal- Mal- I hear that name. Should we know who that is? Oh, I know who that fucker is. Anyways, wow, there's a sequel to this. Wow. Um, if you ever get super that's, that's insane. and want to watch, I'm, I, there was another. I'm kind of. I mean, I'm, happened that was proposed. Oh my god, <laughs> that's wild. Why? Well, if it makes that much money, I guess like you had you had to like go for it, right? So well, this was super like, popular right away. Especially us now in a world that we live in now. Ted, this was yeah, super, like super popular. Made, right let's look it up. Uh, we, well, because I, I mean, I don't... Some of these movies... Are you asking me because I'm alive during this fucking movie coming out? Because <laughs> no, you're the one that always <laughs> looks at the numbers and stuff. Frick. Um, $4.7 million budget in 1972. Oh, okay. wow. How much Sorry, I just saw, so I can't guess. I don't know. All right, Jake, you're up. 20. You got to put a guess. He can give you a wow. 20. So go high. Know. $125 million. Holy shit. In 72, that is a shit time. Is that its, is that its lifetime earning or is that? That's box office. So it's just, just, just box, box office. office. Wow. Holy crap. 
The sequel made um, 2.1 million, by the way. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Oh, hang on. Okay, no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. They're fucking with us. All right. The film went on to earn 40 million in theaters. Still pretty good. I mean, that's still and then 70... very good. Hang on. Check this fucking number. 75 million off of rentals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, wait, all right. Legitimate question because I'd never really thought about it. When did rental, like rentals, I don't know, renting get popular? Like the 80s. Just how it's, right? it's got to be uh, like what... late 80s, 90s. Well, you so, could rent, you could. So, I'm, I mean, I'm just assuming that like once renting got popular, it had like a resurgence of like people being like, oh my God, I remember this movie. I can go rent it and rewatch it. And but you're right. It was uh, remade as a television special in 05. And then the uh, yeah, it's not the exact six, just called. Oh, okay. I don't remember remake which one. in 06. I think the 06 was like the the um to TV movie, wasn't it, or something? No, 05 was a TV movie, 06 was a theater. Had Kurt Russell, oh. um, like I said, Josh Lucas, uh, Richard Dreyfus, Emily Rosen. That's what I was thinking of. Andre Brower, rest in peace. He's the uh, he's the guy that stays. He's the I remember him because he's the dude that's in the uh, dining area. Like he's the guy that's trying to convince him to stay. Movie? I told you, yeah. In 06? Wow, okay. During Shameless. That's during the Shameless run. No. Shameless yeah. didn't start till 2011. All right. Well, fuck off. All right. Whatever. <laughs> she's she's the she's the the daughter with the brother in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and Josh I for, Lucas I forget, is. The, I, I I do forget how long that Shameless went and like how not that she's old, but it's it's completely different. How not super young she is. So it's so. a different movie from what I recall. Like, there's no Reverend. I mean, Josh Lucas is a Reverend, he but is. Kurt Russell is like the designer of the boat, and him and Josh Lucas go. They also, the they also get like terrorist attacked. It's not a it's not a tsunami. Oh, it's 06. That makes sense. Because I, right? I, I, yeah. I read a little bit on it. I just didn't dig super deep because I didn't really care that much earlier. Oh, my God. Look at this fucking shit. On board is her Navy, formal, former Navy submarine turned professional gambler. <laughs> of course. <What? clears throat> yeah, so that's that's something. That's That's a real person. Submariner turned professional gambler. <laughs> oh, it does say Rogue Wave. I'm looking at it right now. Rogue Wave hits. No. I, think I read something. I, oh, maybe I did. Okay, maybe I did. I read something about some hack <laughs> in the boat overturned somewhere. So maybe I, maybe I did I mean, mix those two up and, and didn't realize that there were the two separate ones. So anything good, good on Emily Rosen for Emmy Rosen for uh, ejecting Saint Shameless. Before our last season, so good for her. Um, yeah, good for her. You're right. Yeah, that's, that last season was bad. Last couple of seasons were bad, but she saw what was happening. All right. Yeah, 125 million dollars. That's fucking nuts. All right. Um, back to the questions. All right. Um, before we finish up here, money bites. Money bites is the best part of a Sunday. Cone. What is your guys's very best part of the movie? 
Um, so I don't, this is not the best part of the movie, but when we're introduced to, and I've, I found like surprisingly, and maybe it's just me and I shouldn't have found the like three pretty comical, just like one-liners in the movie that happen. But when they introduce Rogo and Linda, uh, she's like seasick and the doctor shows up and they gave her pills <laughs> And he asks how she's supposed to like swallow the pills when she can't drink it, like keep anything down and drink anything. And the doctor has a line like, uh, they're suppositories, not oral pills or something like that. (laughs) And just the delivery of that, like pretty much pretty quick. And she's like, she's like, God damn it. Get him out of here. I'll take care of it. She's like, I know how to take care of it. Yeah. He's he's like arguing back. Yeah. About like, he doesn't know what it is. She goes, I know what a suppository is. Just get him out of here. Um, Yeah. There's a couple of those. Yeah. Small little quips. Uh, If you really want, if you want what I think will be the most memorable thing for me from this movie, it is, it is that dude's face right before he falls off that ladder. It's <laughs> it's so bad and it's so hilarious. I was laughing out loud um, between that and then, yeah, the one lady's heart attack, which sounds awful to say, but she just makes these noises <laughs> and faces and they're just comical. And uh so those are the things I will remember the most. I don't know if I would call them the best parts of the movie. Um, I guess as far as like actual scenes, like there is, I guess it's shortly before they do the swimming scene when uh, when it is, is it the, the Rosens are sitting together and she's talking about how, you know, he's such a great guy and she basically more or less she's given up. That she's she gives up like four anymore. times in the movie. Well, yeah, yes, it's just. I mean, she's, not hey, a... she's my spirit animal, buddy. That's me, hundred percent. That's me. Like, <laughs> fuck this shit. I'm but dead. Yeah. Um, basically, gives him the you know, just you were a good man, you know, all of this, uh, and then you know they do the swimming thing. She takes off her necklace and you know is the give this to my husband. Make sure he gives it to our grandkid. Um, you know that's that's his job now, um, which then becomes the fight to keep Grandpa Joe going. The the Fucking the line to yeah, is, he's ready to lay there and die on on that on that board like Rose does <laughs> was ready to do in Titanic, but um, but he lives. If he, maybe he dies, Mrs. Rogo survives. I'm just saying. That's true. You never know. Rogo should give him that kid there. Medallion. They haven't seen that kid. He's two years old. Um. So my favorite part, um, is uh, is him on the fucking the uh the the steam thing. Have you got enough lives? Yeah. How much more do you need? We haven't even actually talked about that. Yeah, he like jumps on the because the an explosion happens and like the steam the pipe breaks apart and there's steam like across. Which how high is that steam that they can't just get through it? Like put their coats up and just fucking run through it. Pressurized steam is nothing to fuck with. It will burn. Well, apparently not because we lost a reverend, so he's dead. Yeah, pressurized um, steam will fuck your shit up real fast. Well, then so shove Mister Rogo through it first. Um, <laughs> tough guy. 
But yeah, like just yeah, like he jumps up, he jumps up on the the wheel for the valve and is like slowly like working his way to shut it. And the course well, strength. We haven't, lost another, haven't lost enough enough lives yet. How many more sacrifices do you need? The core strength it would take for him to fucking do that. Yeah, I mean it's like a, it's like, like advanced walk. monkey bars. It's a it's a it's a while. I've seen enough American Ninja Warrior in my life for Ninja grip, Warrior. It's a lot of grip strength. And then he literally yells at Mr. Rogo, does not get an answer. He's like, oh, all right, fuck it. I'm dead. Like, just like. Yeah. And then. Uh, then basically, yeah. And then you get, we get saved because we motivate Rogo by calling him a shitty cop. <laughs> <sighs> and that is the, that is the whole thing. Yeah. Then they, what they, they go get through the door and they just so happen to time it right that the. The Coast Guard is there and like searching, and so they bang. Yeah, rescues right above them, and and then like it's just like I know PTSD and real world shit is like a big deal, but like man, maybe one two people that live normal lives of this are the fucking brother and sister. Grandpa Joe's wife's dead. Rogo's wife's dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, girl lost her brother. I mean, Rogo's yeah. gonna go like become a monk for the next five years or however. The- no, no, no. Drugo's gonna be like the worst cop in the world and just beat the shit out of suspects. <laughs> <'cause he's angry. laughs> no, he found faith. He gets, he gets the- throw- Rogo gets <laughs> thrown off the force in six months because he <laughs> kills someone in the goddamn interrogation room. No, the whole point of the story was that he 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 was taught to whatever follow faith and keep going. I guess. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, you're probably right. I don't even know how normal those kids could have been. Like, that's yeah, this, pretty traumatic kids, as shit. Other so than the, all these the, boy, bodies, the boy was always like super die. positive. He was having, he was not necessarily having fun, but he was like having fun half the time. So, oh, yeah, he's throwing okay. little factoids out there. He's just, oh, yeah, we're going this way. He just, had, he just had to use the John or whatever it was when he got lost <laughs> dude, for like five minutes. Dude, brothers, like my son, he reads these books called uh, I Survived. And it's literally the most horrendous real world like disasters. And they have a kid's fucking POV in the book. And he's and that kid's surviving them. Like Hurricane Katrina, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, fucking Great Chicago Fire. Like the other day he's like, How bad was Hurricane Katrina? I'm like, pretty fucking bad. It's pretty bad, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just it's wild to me like that's a whole book thing now where like he literally reads these disaster books from the point of view of a fucking 12 year old. Yeah. I mean, I, su- I suppose for that, like that context, that's a way one, it's probably, probably not going to tra- traumatize the person, the kid reading it, but it's a like good educational, like this right. is what happened. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of this movie where like that 12 year old saw some shit. Oh yeah, but also know? he was not. He definitely wasn't playing a tra- very traumatized character. That kid was just exploring and he having saved, fun. He saved all their asses, yeah. you know. But yeah, like it's uh. So like, was this movie like what you were expecting? Did I already talk about that. Like, yeah, I don't think you guys watched the trailers, did you? No, I didn't. No, it was. So, uh, I mean, it you was, had to go into like. Go ahead. It's pretty good. I mean, I, I kind of said this earlier. Like, I knew a little bit of a general premise, uh, just from 
osmosis of the universe of you know the the remakes and whatever but not any real specifics um i thought it was pretty like i I wasn't sitting here like just dreading and waiting for it to get over i thought it was pretty good i thought gene hackman like he's a little over the top and stuff but he's pretty like he was pretty good um i think a lot of the people were for the most part pretty good other than some of the like throwing a grandpa joe losing their shit and whatever sometimes but yeah that's kind of where i as far as as far as the actual movie and everything that goes with it like i enjoyed it i thought it was good like my only things if i really wanted to nitpick it or is where it comes to is things that just come because it's a 50 year old movie like there's just subtlety didn't really exist (laughs) years ago in movies yeah i mean it's so like i'm certainly not gonna knock it for any of that um yeah i didn't have i guess a lot of expectations going in you know like i said didn't watch the trailer i knew the name of the movie that was about it i didn't know any of the premise i didn't know who was in it um so it was you know interesting to see that many people that you know it's it's not a ton obviously because there's only limited characters as is but then you know recognizable faces and names and stuff like that and then uh and yeah i thought i thought it all it really makes me want to watch a tower in inferno it makes me really beyond the poseidon adventure (laughs) he said that was the same director (laughs) two years later right (laughs) same producer so this producer is famous for making disaster movies basically like that was his thing can I, bring like up, this can I bring up one more? You made an earthquake. That's the only point. I don't know if you ever heard of earthquake. It's a earthquake. big one that came out after this. I don't think so. that, they have that place in uh, Universal Studios that like that has a set of it on the tram, or at least they used to. They probably got rid of it uh, now. I went there when I was a kid. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't. Yeah, I've never. I've never seen it. But so Iron Inferno gonna... is not streaming. So. One thing that like I, I thought of earlier and we didn't really get to just talking through it is so they say they went through Gibraltar, right? I'm pretty sure they say that. So that means that they're like almost to and they're going to Athens. Yes. I, so, I don't know yeah, if the way it was in the Mediterranean. Yeah, they're 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 like almost did they say they were like in the Mediterranean? I didn't I didn't so know. they're 120 miles south of Crete. Okay, so they're yeah, they're like not very far away from their like no the earthquake was 120 miles south of crete but i think that's they must be right on top i was just looking at like some of the geographical stuff and like that i don't uh, think i must know how big that sea is um, oh small i mean mediterranean's pretty small uh like you have once you go through gibraltar then you're like inland like you go through uh, you go by like you have to go by Sicily, which is south of Italy, and then around and get over to Athens, which I think they're probably kind of in the middle of the Mediterranean when when this would happen. Then. So, so since we haven't hit our Tom Dallison line yet, um, I don't think so. Um, pretty close. Do you guys have like a favorite disaster movie we can end this one on? Like one that you like have seen oh. multiple times? San Andreas, twenty twelve. I don't know if I'm getting favorite. What is okay? So this is this is obscuring because this is one of the first ones I ever remember. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, and it's in L. Volcano man. Volcano. Showed my kids yeah. that. You, you yeah. kids that last year. They so, fucking loved it. 
I I remember that. That's one of the like that is the first like disaster movies I remember watching when I was I don't know how old I was when that came out. Ten, eight. The only disaster movie that tries to get like have like a message at the end when he's like find so and so and they're all covered in ash. He's like they all look the same, Daddy. (laughs) It also has one of those fucking parts. Yeah, that came out in ninety-seven. yeah, same year as Dante's Peak. They're they're battling each other. Yeah, so that, that I prefer I will, Volcano to Dante's Peak. I will put that one out there because that is my very first like memory of watching and enjoying like a disaster movie. That dude jumps off the subway to save that random guy, and like just <laughs> melts into it. Yeah, it's been a, I probably I probably should not have. And you're watched like it's that been amazing. Like, what the fuck is Ted talking about? I probably should not have watched that movie as young as I watched it. Let's put it that way. But yeah, I I, love I remember scene. watching Volcano when I was fairly young. Anyway, and I remember liking it, but yeah, I don't remember a ton about it. Um, I'm sure you're not going to let me get away with Sharknado. Uh, But I mean, yeah, Twister, I, don't know. I think Twister counts, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I was, I would I was say, say Twister is probably the second. Um, San Andreas I, is better than it has any right to be with the rock. It, it really is. San Andreas is, is fun for what it is. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's everything you want from a rock disaster movie. It's, it might be his best movie outside of Fast Five. <laughs> Don't mock me, motherfucker. I don't know, man. I like uh, Walking Tall quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Or uh, that other one with uh, Sean Williams. The Scott. Rundown. That one's good, too. I, I have not seen that in 20 years. I need to watch oh, that. that's a good one. I, know, I keep on trying to get down to watch it. That, one, that, one is, that one is so good because it's Sean Williams Scott, so there's, like, funny in it. I just watched Goon the other night, man. Goon was great. Had you never seen fantastic. Goon? I hadn't seen in like three or four years. Yeah, you I refuse to watch the second one. Second yeah. one, I got this shit. It's you just watch the first one again. You don't. Need yeah, to watch I don't the think I ever one. got through it's, the second one. Yeah, I so like, yeah, this it, is, it's not. It's fine. It's but it's but CGI has kind of before we end. But CGI has kind of killed the disaster films. Like twenty twelve is fine. It's fun. I, I've watched it. I have a fucking Blu Ray in my house with because my kid has watched it so many times. I've caught just chunks of it. Right. It's probably the last big one. I actually don't. No, San Andreas come after that, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And that's I know that was in that kind of same. And it's where I get him confused because I couldn't tell you the last time I watched either one. But I know Day After Tomorrow is right in mm-hmm. there too. Ooh, yeah. Um, that was so, before both uh, of those. That, I'm pretty sure that was like early, early 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like and, but yeah, it's I. I agree with you there. I mean, there's definitely something that CGI is a nice touch to have for some of these things. But yeah, I think anymore it's just gotten to the point that they're so overblown and so overdone on stuff that. Uh, well, then you have Moonfall. Let's not forget Moonfall, where the literal moon is falling <laughs> to the earth that the guy who made Independence Day made. So, spoiler alert there's an alien colony inside the moon. <laughs> No amount of booze could save that fucking movie. Tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sounds, sounds like it. Yeah, we need more disaster. We need more like practical effects disaster movies when they'll never happen because CGI is cheaper. All right. Any last thoughts on the Poseidon adventure besides 
apparently they made a sequel where they're trying to steal a diamond that has Michael Caine, Sally Field, Slim Pickens, and fucking someone else that's super famous in it. Nope. I don't think so. Yeah, I think we touched on everything Solid. I had. I don't think I have anything I else. Hap- an- another movie that I was happy with, happy to be watching again. We should figure out a rating system for this fucking, these things. Like, uh, we, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, or like something like pass, fail. I know that's all, these are all lame. I get this, right? I get it. Certified, also lame. Mo- most of the, we could, we could do like a pass, fail, thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, I'm hoping that the the idea with what we're doing is that none of them are thumbs down, but maybe we get to one that no somebody hasn't seen and it, it's a thumbs down for them. So, yeah, yeah it, so. there could certainly be some of these that even if it's haven't seen in a while, it just doesn't hold up. The it way can't all be a uh, turkey bowl. Yeah, I hope to God not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, until next time, I'm Ted Flint, Shantez, Jake Voss. And I'll figure out something we need to say. <laughs> Not this night, though. All right. Workshop it next time, next maybe. Time. Yeah, I'm working on the workshop. Got those, got those writers working on it. Strikes over. All right, guys. <laughs> talk to you soon. Right, See ya. Yeah.